Kind of forced the ending on that one, but welcome to the Rambling Viking Podcast. We're going to cast some pods today, okay? Okay. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Hope you're doing well. I am overall good, getting settled into a new position, so at work, so that's different and a little overwhelming, but I'm just rolling with the punches and riding the lightning. And in other news, though, I am upset about one thing. I'll tell you what I'm upset about. So if you, for those of you who don't know, MoviePass made a comeback. And for those of you who don't know what MoviePass even is. So MoviePass, I don't know the exact history, so this is very rough, not accurate history at all. But just roll with, every, just roll with it, all right? Once upon a time, there was this company that said, hey, what if we offered – oh, gosh, I'm sorry if that was loud. I was adjusting my chair. What if we did a monthly subscription service, but our subscription was to go see movies at the movie theater? And they said, wow, that's a pretty great idea. Let's do it. But then apparently, I guess they didn't make enough money. Like I said, not accurate. And so then they they shut it down for a while. And, it, and then it became, you know, where only the specific theater companies had their own the, uh, movie, whatever, redeemable points card pass thing. I don't know what to call it, but then you have, then you have this year and big announcement. Movie pass is back. And so basically what movie pass does is it partners with all the theaters and for 10 bucks a month, you can go see as many movies as you want in the theater. You can only see each movie once on movie pass, but uh, it's pretty flipping awesome because you go see one movie and, you know, it kind of a non matinee and it's paid for itself that month. So I saw three movies last month. I went ahead and got involved and they even had a cheaper plan for eight bucks. You could see three movies a month, which honestly is more reasonable for me because when I think about it, I was like, I'm not going to see more than three movies in a month unless it's around Christmas. And I don't think most people will either. Like if you're going that much to theater, like you need, you need to find a hobby. Like you need something more to do than that. Uh, hate to break it to you, but. Nonetheless, and so I was like, sweet, sweet, sweet. And then they, and then they had implemented just a couple weeks ago. They like had to implement the program to where they, like, if you you had to pick a take a picture of your stub, I guess because they had people cheating the system and whatnot. And I was like, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. And they send you a little debit card thing. And so what you do is you get to the theater, you check in on the app when you're at the theater, and that basically activates your your debit card. You go up and you use it, and then it registers. You take a picture, submit your stub, and then it gets all cleared. Well. Two things. They announced that there could be some surcharges for some certain movies. Um, once again, I guess this business model doesn't pan out all the way, so it's kind of disappointing. But like, I looked at the theaters the other day, and it was it was Sunday, so this is what got me because I was like, ah, oh, that's not a big deal if it's you know, say it's a new movie, you know, the weekend at prime times, and shoot, even if you did every you know every night, and you know, at the this five, the seven, and the eight o'clock showings or whatever they are. Then yeah, I could. I was like, I got. I could see where you know you charge, and it was like the surcharge is like three bucks or something like that. So you know you're paying ten bucks a month, so it's ten bucks one time, and you pay three bucks for a movie. So you go see, say you go see three movies that month, so that's nine bucks. So that's nineteen bucks that month, but you saw three movies. I mean, the only way it doesn't pan out is usually I see matinee at this one place and uh, this one theater and it's like 
four eighty or just over five bucks. And so if I saw three matinees in a month, it would be fifteen dollars. So that's where it wouldn't pan out. But you're seeing at prime time, you can you know bet it's for about ten bucks a ticket, so it's thirty bucks. So you're still saving money and getting a deal, just not as much of a deal. Um, so I'm probably gonna cancel now. I think because well, well I'll tell you this. Well, sorry, I didn't finish the story. When I looked on Sunday, it had every, like every showtime. The only showtimes that weren't surcharged were like the 10 a.m. showtimes, but every other showtime was surcharged. And I'm sure it could vary upon movie theater, but I just saw that and was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> no thanks. So probably going to, it's a sad, it was a short lived marriage, but it was a good one. Nonetheless, I'm not going to say marriage relationship. It was, it was good still, but still sad to see it go. <sighs> Cause I was real excited. Girlfriend was going to get it. We were going to see movies all the time. Probably going downgrade to downgrade to the three a month, save a couple bucks. But yeah, if you're wondering about movie pass and you're, you're I, I feel bad if you're just hearing about movie pass because you really kind of missed the best opportunity. I'm, I'm going to give it like another two weeks. Because right now they're doing maintenance, and so all they can do is e-tickets um, through the service. So you can't do any theaters that don't offer e-tickets right now. So when they fix that maintenance, and I'll, I'll see how it pans out on a regular day. Because I feel like Sunday is a popular day to see movies, so it's Saturday. So it wouldn't be surprised that even matinee ones then. So basically, you just have to see movies during the week, which is what I usually did anyways. But new job, I may not have that kind of free time anymore, which sucks. But, oh, well. Yeah, so that's 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 what's going on. That's what's happening over here. Otherwise, I think I want to talk a little bit about security. So I had a friend of mine who was at home, and it's a, a gal. She's at home, a little, feeling a little under the weather, so she's resting in her bedroom. And porch light is on. Everything. All of a sudden, well, she. I get a text message that says, "Hey." Did you just come try and come by? I was like, no, I'm at home eating steak. And so then that perks me up. She lives down the road and I was like, um, what's going on? She goes, well, someone just tried the door like three or four times, tried to kind of get in. She does have a dog too that barks, but I know a lot of times people want to skip on costs and want to believe that it's a, things are okay. But it's like, when you think about putting things in perspective is important. So in the sense of, I then was telling her like, Hey, you should, I drove by her house. Just went, I didn't like go up because she was sick and I was like, you need to go sleep, but I'm just going to drive by through the neighborhood and see if I see any, you know, sketchy characters. And I didn't, you know, they're obviously gone, but I noticed they didn't have floodlights on the side of their house. And I was like, you should get that and try and get some of these because, uh, you know, and I told them like, You'd even, I'd recommend, you know, they say they already always leave the porch light on, which is good. And I think everybody should do. Um, and, you know, people will look at this and be like, wow, you're like really paranoid and scared. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm not paranoid and scared, but I'd rather be considered a little bit paranoid for doing these couple really minor things like leaving a porch light on or, you know, having floodlights on the side of my house, you know, or always leaving a light on if I'm gone after dark kind of, or nobody's there after dark. You know, a lot of people look at that and be like, you're weird, you're crazy, or, you know, you live in an awful neighborhood. It's like, it doesn't really have to be all any of those things. I'm just putting it into perspective, like, look, I have thousands of dollars of things 
you know, and really it's not even the expense, the expense of it all. It's more the sentimental value of everything. You know, I have things that hold memories and, you know, people talk about home invasions and burglaries and it's like someone invading your private personal space. And so it, it gives you a feeling of violation. And the, the, honestly, if you talk to people, they're like, yeah, the stuff can be replaced, but I just feel violated, you know, and it totally changes your perspective. And I could, I could see where it'd be hard to come back into your house and sleep in your bed. If you know, you'd been burgled. Is that a term burgled? I need to see. I have to, ah, burgled it is wait burgle is you've been burglarized i think is no i dictionary.com says burgled is a word says burgle oh burgled there it is we have a word folks it's one of those words that doesn't feel like a word. It doesn't feel right, but it is. Anyways, moving on. People say that when they've been burgled, I mean, it's the simple fact that their privacy has been invaded and they feel violated is the, you know, the emotional distress of that is greater than anything else. And, you know, and I can, I can understand that in the sense of I see what they're saying. Like I, I sympathize. I don't empathize. I can't put myself in that position. I've never been in that position, but I can, you know, when you can kind of look at something and say that makes sense and that lines up. That, that I get that. I get that. So anyways, back to what I was saying, you know, a lot of people will be like, you know, always having your door locked, yada, yada. And people look at that and be like, you're crazy, weird, like you're paranoid. And it's like, well, here's the thing. I'm not always worried that someone's going to break in, but I can casually leave a light on, leave the front porch light on and just make sure my door's locked. That's not a lot of extra effort to ensure to really like raise my chances that someone doesn't come in because honestly, if you look at it, so a, if you, if your house is well lit all around, meaning you have like motion sensor lights on the sides and good, good, good lighting on the front and stuff. So, Oh gosh, sorry. Bump the mic. Oh, hope that wasn't loud. But if someone, you know, so if someone were to walk along the side of your house at night, it would all be well illuminated. That really drops the chances of someone breaking in. Then on top of that, if say they notice, Oh, the lights on, you know, you can see the lights on through the windows. They'll look at it and be like, mm, someone's home. And then furthermore, say, now I, I'm on the fence about whether I do this, but just casually, like, if you have a, a, a radio in there, just turn it on. And you don't have to turn it on super loud, but just have it going. So say if someone came up, they could hear that there was noise going on. Once again, it'd be like, oh, yeah, someone's home. And then on to the next thing. Now, the very best thing I think you have is a dog. And my friend, she has a dog and he was barking and barking. He's a big lab. So it worked out. It worked out pretty darn well. So that's, you know, that's good. But that's my little perspective on it is that, you know, you you doing those few little things, I think exponentially, and I have no st stats to back this up. So feel free to check me if you want. I'm just not feeling that right now. It's more research than I wanted to. But it it lines up in my mind that, from the standpoint of if I was trying to rob somebody, you know, one of those things, those things offer a big deterrent. Another funny thing too, you can do is get like a, an alarm company sign and just put it in your yard. Even if you don't have the alarm. And I've, I've seriously heard people doing this. Like they canceled their alarm service, but they kept the sign or they somehow found, came across the sign and they put the sign in and they, 
I stuck it in your yard. So it says, you know, protected by ADT or whatever, so-and-so service. And it's like, hmm, you see that? And you're like, oh, they have an alarm system. And maybe you don't see that. But I'll tell you this much. If I was going to be a criminal in that situation, I'm going to be very careful and I'm going to be very, I'm going to pay attention to detail. So honestly, and I'm not going to do this because I'm not a criminal, but you know, yeah, you ever play that game where you're like in a place and you're like, let's find all the cameras. If I wanted to pull a heist, like, you know, one of those cool movie heists, like, how would I plan it out? And I'm not, I'm not a criminal. And I guess if the FBI is listening, you guys can check me out or whatever, put me on watch or notice, but I promise you're not going to do anything illegal. This is just a fun game. I like to play with myself because ultimately I don't see the point in breaking the law. Like guys risk, risk their necks and their livelihood and their future, their adult lives for, you know, thousand bucks, a couple thousand bucks. I'm like, mm, it's way worth, you know, way mine's worth way more than that. If I was going to do something, I need to be in the millions. If not, at least, 500,000 and above type cuts. And then the other thing is you have to think about, say you do get away with it. You're always on the run. You probably have to change your identity. You have to live like a very, you know, so you can't just live in an outward life being who you are. Like you probably have to change your, your identity and everything. So it's like, you don't really get to live then. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, great. I got some money, but you know, it's going to be suspicious if I walk in and just give you a roll, a wad of bills or whatever. And, oh, just a couple of weeks ago, a few hundred miles down the road, you know, or whatever, there was this big bank heist. It's like, hmm, you know, it's a whole thing. And, you know, I just find that more often than not, the guys get caught because the, the system is too good. So, yeah. But that being said, that was my disclosure to let you know I'm not a thief. But. I do play that game sometimes where I'll go in and look at all the cameras and be like, all right, if I wanted to do something, I'd probably approach it from this angle and do this and this and that and it's fun. But anyways, what I was getting into was if I were to be a criminal and this is trying to put myself in the shoes of someone trying to rob someone, I do understand that a lot of these people a lot of times are under the influence or riding some sort of addiction. And so you don't really think clearly in that circumstance. So this is this is kind of being a more clear-minded, well-thought-out criminal I'm going to pay attention to every detail. I'm going to casually, I mean, I'm going to case the place for, I would, I think you, I think at least two weeks, but even then, you know, you could be schedules could be irregular. So I think that's another important deterrent is making a very known presence that like, Oh, I live here. And whether it be, I, and you know, that sounds weird to me, but like, that sounds weird to say, and I'm not even sure how to explain it, but just being like, this is my place. Like having an active presence, like you're doing stuff in your front yard. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're parked there. You're parked on the street. You're going in and out. And so it's like, okay, people live here. And just, I think just having a lot of activity and movement and then not necessarily being on a totally set schedule, you know? So like if I was in that situation, I'd probably, you know, start to have a few people over and stuff, but it's always in the back of my mind. I, I take that route of, Rather be overprepared than underprepared and then, you know, the cost of it all. That's what you really have to look at is the cost of, okay, say I, you know, I left, I didn't leave the porch light on or I, that's one weird thing, can I say, that got on my nerves is I, I, I had a roommate and he would turn the porch light off when he went to bed. And I was like, you realize, he's like, well, we're going to bed. We don't need it on anymore. I said, that's, and his porch light also ran the, the side floodlight on our house like, that was motion activated. So, so someone was walking along the side of our house up our driveway, you know, into an actual entry point or something, then it would, you know, illuminate and it's very, very bright. And I was just like, that's weird. And he always said, well, we're just going to bed. So I was like, eh. 
but it kind of, in the sense, not that anybody would casing, be casing your house late at night or when you're sleeping, but it is, it is almost like a signal, you know, you leave it on all night. You like, that's when you have those things on is to, so nobody's going to snoop around at all. Is the other thing, but it was just kind of funny and quirky. And I was like, it's interesting that I would, that you, that would be the way that your, your, your mind works is that, oh yeah, I need to turn this off when I'm going to bed. And I always, I always made the joke, you know, oh, so it's like, hey, potential criminals out there, I'm going to sleep now. So if you want to snoop, snoop, but no, no, it just, I can get where you could get into that habit because you're just turning everything off and it's like, oh, it's time for bed. I'm going to turn everything off. So neither here nor there, but yeah, folks, just all, it's always good to have a general awareness of your surroundings and if you're not in the nicest neighborhood, just do, do some due diligence and keep an eye out, you know, and also look out for your neighbors. You know, if you notice something happening, that's kind of funky with them, just inform them. So that's where I'm going to cut off today's show. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget, um, follow me on Twitter, rambling Viking. And I probably won't post a weekly question until I get some followers because there's no point. I'm just talking to open air and let me know what you think. Uh, if you do feel like randomly donating money to me, check out Patreon rambling Viking. And, um, yeah, if you guys train just derailed thought train derailed, well, derailed and the train wreck. So, Show's over. Viking out.